Good morning, uh, and happy Valentine's Day. Uh, uh, my name is Bob Obana. I'm the Chief Operating Officer here at the Gladstone Institutes. Uh, Mayor Breed, guests, and members of the press, on behalf of the Gladstone trustees, President Shavastava, founding President Maley, uh, and our Gladstone community, uh, we're honored to have you join us today uh, as we talk about the expansion project that we have. Uh, our focus today is to provide you an update on the remarkable work that's being done here at Gladstone and also to talk about how we have an expanded presence and the potential for an expanded presence here in Mission Bay. Uh, over 40 years ago, the Gladstone Institutes, uh, an independent uh, nonprofit biomedical research organization, was established to pursue the mission for transformative biomedical research to overcome unsolved diseases. Our start was at another crown jewel of the city, uh, the San Francisco General Hospital, where we studied uh, cardiovascular disease, a neurological disease, and we're at ground zero when the HIV AIDS epidemic broke out. So our, that crisis uh, caused us to pursue a cure, which we are still doing today. Now approximately 600 uh, scientists and research operations personnel working every day to find better ways to treat, prevent, and cure diseases ranging from cancer, heart disease, COVID, Alzheimer's, and of course, HIV. Back in two, 2004, when this particular building uh, we're in today, it was the second building, as you, some of may have mentioned here at Mission Bay, uh, the other building being UCSF Genentech Hall. Those two buildings were the outposts uh, in an undeveloped frontier. Uh, a public institution, UCSF, a private institute, Gladstone, but both nonprofits uh, and the dynamic spark to what is now the Mission Bay community. Uh, when you have two nonprofits that are leading the way and pioneering uh, in a development that we're now in, uh, we couldn't have done this uh, alone. So we had wonderful partners uh, and our civic leaders of yesterday and today. We thank, the, thank you and are grateful for your leadership and vision to what we have. Um, and like the symbol of the San Francisco flag, the Phoenix, uh, Mission Bay is regenerated. Um, Moore's Law, you may have known that in Silicon Valley that uh, sparked the development uh, of uh, the silicon chip. Uh, there's a law that says every two years the density of transistors and chips doubles. Uh, I. I I postulate that there's a Gladstone's law, and that law is that each square footage that's added, it's not just the additive cumulative amount of research that we conducted, but it's the exponential impact of what that research does to humankind. So we're here today to announce our plans to expand, and if it goes according to plan, right here three years from now, you'll return to this very spot and see the new building that will be host to our research scientists. Uh, you'll hear about more of that from our president, Deepak Srivastava, in a moment. Uh, we're also pleased to have one of our former interns here, Ernst Polito. Uh, Ernst was a graduate of San Francisco State University and a former intern here that will take you through his story and journey here at Gladstone. Uh, we're also happy to have many of the uh, city representatives, Thor Kozlowski, executive director of the Office of Community Investment and Infrastructure, to join us who will speak more about what this means and the impact to San Francisco and Mission Bay. But first, Mayor Breed, welcome to Gladstone.
All right, I'm first up, huh? Well, many of you may not know, but I used to be a chemistry major. I thought that I was going to discover the next big elements on the periodic table of elements, but I also thought that I was going to make my own makeup line, and it would basically take over the world. Unfortunately, um, I was a clumsy chemist, spilling methylene chloride all over the lab, dropping liquid nitrogen here and there. So I decided I better leave it up to the, the professionals, the, the chemists who really have steady hands and patience to do this incredible work. And I know that it was more about fun, but chemistry can be fun, um, as we were talking about early today on the tour. And we're celebrating uh, Valentine's Day today, so it was so fitting that we were able to see uh, stem cell hearts that were actually beating, made uh, from skin. It's transformative. And what's happening in San Francisco, what I've said time and time again, is the life sciences and biotech and all the great things that are occurring, especially around the Mission Bay community, it's changing the world. It's saving lives. And when we think about our economic recovery, it is so critical to the future of our city. I am looking forward to the work that Gladstone will be doing with this expansion because it includes 75,000 new square feet of their already 200,000 square feet that exist now, where they will add an additional 12 to 15 labs and employ over 200 more people. That's a lot more work that's hopefully moving towards a real cure for so many of the different things that many of us may have been impacted by personally. So I can't wait for this expansion and the excitement of what this will bring. And we're talking about a company that has been here in San Francisco since 1979, in the height of what we were dealing with in terms of the HIV AIDS epidemic. And so when I think about how far they've come and what they plan to do, it is going to be transformative to the city. This area, including UCSF and Alexandria, which just topped off 225,000 square feet of new space for biotech and labs and, and the work that's going to be done here in Mission Bay, I can't help but get excited. And I want to just put a little bit perspective here as a mayor. I want people to come back to the office, but this is not a field that you have the luxury of working from home. You have to be there. You have to load up all the different samples and test things and, and work directly in this location. And so from my perspective, this is the future. This is the future of San Francisco. We see a office vacancy rate of over 22%, but as it relates to the life sciences, it's not even at 5%. We know there is a need for this kind of space, and so we as a city are going to be making it a lot easier to not only expand, but to also transform other spaces throughout the city so that they can be used for the same purpose. This life-breaking science, or this groundbreaking science, life-saving, I'm trying to figure out the right words, but groundbreaking life-saving sciences developing right here in San Francisco, it's going to make such a tremendous difference, and we all know that. 
So today, I'm really excited about this expansion. I'm excited about the work that we're going to be doing together. And I look forward to the day when we are able to come back here and cut the ribbon and open up this space. And who knows, maybe the cure for Alzheimer's or some of the other great things you're working on right in this lab here will be introduced at that time. I also want to just say that I'm really excited to know that two Nobel Prize winners are out of Gladstone. They're based out of Gladstone for chemistry, which I deviated from, uh, as well as medicine. And I know that there's a future in life sciences where we're going to see groundbreaking, transformative work that's going to truly change and save lives for the better right here in the heart of Mission Bay in San Francisco. So thank you all so much. Thank you, Mayor Breed. We really appreciate your leadership uh, throughout the city and especially for science and medicine. My name is Deepak Srivastava, and I have the privilege of serving as president of the Gladstone Institutes. And what Mayor Breed alluded to is, I think, really important because we often in, in our field refer to this time as the bio-century. And that's because we are at a moment in time today where we can imagine finally not just accepting the diseases that we suffer from across the world, but actually think about curing those diseases once and for all. And we've never had this opportunity before, but we do today because of advances in our knowledge and advances in technology. And so at the Gladstone Institutes, we've been uh, pleased to be at the forefront of this transformational moment in time, both through the scientists, some of whom Mayor Breed mentioned, who've made transformative discoveries that all, people all over the world are using related to stem cell biology and gene editing technologies. And then we've, what we've done is build teams of scientists who have expertise in heart disease, Alzheimer's and other brain diseases like Parkinson's disease, HIV and more recently COVID, as well as cancer and other ways where we can harness our immune systems, tremendous capability to kill cancer cells, solve autoimmune disorders, diabetes, and many other conditions. But all that doesn't happen uh, by just in place like ours doing its science. It happens through deep partnerships that we build. And so we have that with UCSF here in San Francisco, right across the street. We have developed that with our other world-class universities in the Bay Area, UC Berkeley and Stanford, and with the biotech community around us and venture capitalists to really take our discoveries and not let them sit on the shelf as we make them, but have them get into people through partnerships where we launch companies with our discoveries. And in fact, over the last uh, five years, we've launched nearly 15 companies from our laboratories here at Gladstone based here in uh, the Bay Area. Those companies have raised over uh, nearly three quarters of a billion dollars in venture capital over those years to go into the science. Uh, and those companies have employed hundreds of people. So the work we do uh, not only will transform lives over time, 
but is having a, a significant economic impact right here uh, in our city. And, uh, you know, we've had a great partnership with the city for many years since we started in 79, and initially based at San Francisco General. And in 2004, as you heard, we were just the second building here, and the city partnered with us to, to do so, and we're delighted that we're partnering going forward with this opportunity to really make, you know, seal this impact that we can have on science, medicine, and human lives, not just here in San Francisco, not just in the United States, but really across the world. So as you heard, we are going to be building right here on the patio where we sit. And uh, by adding about a third more space to our building, we'll be able to bring in the talent that we need to make these dreams a reality. And I'm very confident, like you said, that we're going to come back here someday. And when we look at the cures for Alzheimer's, the cures for heart disease, finally getting rid of HIV, you'll find the fingerprints of those cures right here at Gladstone, at Mission Bay, and right here in our city of San Francisco. Now, we, when we, when part of our mission at Gladstone is not just to do great science, but also to train the next generation of leaders. And we take that very seriously. And uh, so we have, uh, we develop a program where we take people who've already gotten their PhD degrees and MD degrees, people who are getting their PhD degrees, and we teach them how to be scientists, but we also teach them how to be leaders in a very intentional way. And some good examples of that are, in fact, one of our Nobel laureates, Shinya Yamanaka, trained here as a postdoctoral fellow in the 1990s and obviously went on to change the world. Uh, our trainees sometimes start their own labs, Sometimes they go into industry, and we have two of our former uh, women scientists who just finished their training here in the audience. They're one of the ones that launched a company here at Mission Bay to make eggs out of stem cells so that those who have ovarian failure can't make their own eggs can have their own eggs and have their own children. We could never do this before. They're going to do that right here at, at Mission Bay, and there are some of our graduates, and they're young women entrepreneurs in science, which we couldn't be more proud of. Now, when we train the next generation, we also want to train people from all walks of life, from even those who have historically been underrepresented in science. And so we have a number of programs we've developed across all aspects of the training program, from high school to college to after graduate degrees, to do exactly that. And one of our programs that we uh, term PUMAS for promoting underrepresented minorities advancement in science uh, has been remarkably successful. We've trained almost 70 interns who come here in the summer from community college. 95% of those have gone on to finish four-year degrees in STEM, and 80% of those are pursuing advanced degrees or plan to in the future in STEM and will be the next generation of leaders from that group. And I'm really happy to have one of our graduates here today, Ernst Polito, who uh, worked for two summers in that program here at Gladstone, finished his degree, then got a job here for a few years, was a leader. He got a diversity champion award here at Gladstone and now has applied and gotten accepted for a PhD program at Stanford and is off to a fabulous career 
and you're going to get to hear about his journey directly from him today. So Ernst, uh, please come up and share your story with our audience. Thank you, Deepak. Um, so when I was in high school in Virginia, I loved math and science. I got mostly A's in my class, but English was hard for me. I moved to the Philippines to the U.S. when I was 10 and only had three years to start learning a new language. So when I asked my earth science teacher if they would give me a letter of recommendation so I could go attend college, not only did he say no, but he actually laughed at me. The high school counselor wasn't much help. He tried to dissuade me and convince me that instead I should join the military. But I knew that I wanted to study science. I wanted to be a doctor. So one day I could help as many people as I can. So I ignored everyone and find my own way. Uh, not having enough money, I started working odd jobs. And after 11 years, of my, uh, 11 years, my dream to pursue science had only grown stronger. In 2014, I decided to move back to the Bay Area, where I had lived for the first, uh, when I first immigrated here to this country and go to the college. Uh, then my son was three. His mother was sick and couldn't care for him, so I brought him with me. I enrolled at Diablo Valley Community College in Pleasant Hill. At the same time, I found a job as a recycler so I could support my son. Then my mentor, Maitri, informed me of the Pumas program internship at Gladstone. She told me about her husband, who was a scientist and had earned his PhD. It opened my eyes to a new way that I might be able to help people without becoming a doctor. I was 31 years old. When I was accepted to the program, I thought it was a miracle. A paid internship program was very helpful financially. It gave me the inside look how a real biology lab operates, and I learned some of the fundamental techniques that I continue to use today. The next summer, I enrolled into the Pumas program for the second time. I was going to college, working as a Pumas intern, and also at Briones Regional Park at East Bay. All in a while, continuing to, conti uh, continuing to take care of my son. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. I was in the path to reach my dream. My hard work uh, paid off because I was offered a job at Gladstone. I was able to work in a lab while finishing my bachelor's degree in cell molecular biology. I got into the master's program at UCSF and received a fellowship from the National Institute of Health to help me continue my education. While I was at Gladstone in Nevin Krogan's lab, I was studying the interaction between proteins to find new targets for therapeutics. I was super excited. I was convinced more than ever that science is the right path for me. Today, Joseph is 11 and now lives with his mother in Texas. My parents uh, finally come around and see the value in my scientific career. I was accepted at Stanford and started, my, started in the biophysics PhD program last fall. I've been able to transfer everything I learned at Gladstone to my current work. My professors today are amazed that I have already lab skills. 
I also discovered how to think like a uh, scientist at Gladstone because I was surrounded by them. I figured out how to frame an experiment and think about the larger picture, picture which is something that I, have not, that I would have not learned through my education. My goal still is to help as many people as I can. A few years, years ago, I shadowed a doctor of oncology who was treating uh, cancer patients. I noticed that patients who are immigrants have been affected by hepatitis virus, and they weren't able to access vaccine in their home country. These are the people that I want to help by researching diseases that are affecting overlooked and underrepresented groups. I also want to inspire others, others who look like me. This is why I'm sharing my story today. I'm sure many of the young people and older are interested in pursuing a career in STEM, but are told, like I was, it's not for them, that they can't do it. They, made, they are made to believe that they can't go to college. I want them to know that they can. And one day, hopefully, we'll see many people that look like us, not only working in science and academia, but in leadership position. And high school teachers won't laugh at these disadvantaged students who dream of college, but instead will help them reach their goal. So now I would like to invite Thor Kaslowski, executive, executive Director of the Office of Community and Investment and Infrastructure, to say a few words. Sorry. Thanks, Ernest. You hope you know that you're an inspiration to so many folks out there who are looking to get into this field. As you heard from our very own Madam Mayor, she once had a you know, was going to college for this. And so there are others that are looking to people like you and to Gladstone as a place for future careers. So uh, thank you for, for all that you do. I'm Thor Kozlowski. I'm the executive director of the Office of Community Investment and Infrastructure. I'm just going to say a few words to round out the program. Um, you know, Mission Bay was designed from really the ground up from its inception to be a place, a innovation capital, a hub for life sciences. And Gladstone was the first private company to take that risk, to lean into that vision in 2004. And since then, Mission Bay has exploded with growth, lots of development, lots of other organizations have joined you. Um, there are lots of units of housing out here, over 6,000 homes, approximately 30% of those are affordable, over 4 million square feet of commercial space, office space and biotechnology space, and 25 acres of parks. This Gladstone expansion will ensure that there in San Francisco will be continued advances in research in HIV, Alzheimer's, and heart disease and cancer right here in San Francisco. Once again, the innovation capital of the Bay Area. This project will also create, as you heard, many jobs and many more internships so we could have many more Ernests. Ernests, excuse me. <laughs> um, and why we will still stay internationally recognized as a hub of innovation. I want to thank Mayor Breed for her vision and the economic development team, Laurel Aventitis, um, Manish Goyal, and I want to thank Supervisor Dorsey, who's not here, but for his tireless support for what Gladstone is doing. I want to thank also the Gladstone team, Deepak and Bob, and uh, uh, Karen Johnson and April Ang from HMS. And last, I want to thank the great team at OCII. We have Mark Sutskin, who's the project manager, 
and um, Nikki Henry, who is not here today. And that's it. I want to thank everybody for coming, and thank you, Gladstone. Thank you, Madam Mayor, for coming.